This is Indianapolis coach Reggie Wayne, and you're listening to the For the Culture podcast. This is the For the Culture podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. And on the eve of the 2020 NFL Draft, the Colts re-signed wide receiver Marcus Johnson to a one-year deal. Johnson was a restricted free agent earlier this offseason with the Colts. We wanted him back. The Colts never offered him the tender. He became an unrestricted free agent. And as Ballard alluded to earlier this week on his Zoom call with the media, he was talking to receivers around the league. I believe Funchess was probably one of those guys as well in-house, and they weren't able to work out any deals financially with any of the wide receivers they were talking to. So now Marcus Johnson becomes that final security blanket heading into the draft, one of the deepest wide receiver classes of all time, probably why Ballard didn't want to throw money at a free agent wide receiver, knowing that this class was so deep and he could get a guy who he could plug and play immediately in the second, third round of this draft. But Marcus Johnson is back with the Colts. He brings another element of speed to the offense, and he also brings a level of comfort, knowing the Frank Reich offense, playing in this offense last season, the last two seasons, if you count the portion of 2018, he played with the Colts as well. Last season, eight games, started six of them in the second half of the season after being waived on September 9th, picked back up on October 1st, started six games in the second half of the season, had 17 receptions for 277 yards, a pair of touchdowns, including the 46-yard touchdown against Tampa in a game which he had three receptions for 105 yards and a touchdown. So Marcus Johnson can play last August. Everybody wanted to talk about how bad the Colts receiving core was in 2019, but they were really just decimated with injuries because Marcus Johnson was our eighth or ninth wide receiver in training camp. And he ends up starting six games in the second half of the season for the Colts. T.Y. went down with an injury. Paris Campbell went down with multiple injuries. Devin Funches went down in the third quarter of week one, was out for the season. Chester Rogers season-ending IR. So we were decimated with injuries at the wide receiver position. But Zach Pascal stepped up last season. Marcus Johnson stepped up last season. They did it with a subpar quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. And they were open so many times where they weren't getting the football because Jacoby just refused to see them or refused to throw the ball in their direction. So now the experience a guy like Pascal picked up last season or Marcus Johnson picked up last season, getting snaps they never would have seen had the receiving core stayed healthy. We're still going to add receivers in this draft, at least one, possibly two in this draft and Fountain's coming back healthy. So it should be really interesting to see this Colts receiving core, what it's going to look like in a few days from today, because wide receiver is still a need and still an emphasis. Bringing back Marcus Johnson doesn't fill our need at wide receiver. But last year, we carried six receivers into the season. We have five guys right now that I would be confident if they were five of six, and we're going to bring in more competition. Like re-signing Marcus Johnson, he adds competition. I don't even think there's a guarantee he makes the 53-man roster. There might be no guarantee that Fountain makes the 53-man roster. But these guys add competition. We're going to go into this draft. We're going to draft at least one wide receiver. And we're going to continue to add depth and competition as we saw last season. Because Marcus Johnson was number eight. He ends up making the team during the season when guys go down with injuries. And he ends up starting six games. Krishan Hogan got cut from the Colts in August. He ends up making the 53-man roster later in the season in New Orleans and is playing games in that high-tempo offense with Michael Thomas and Drew Brees, a guy who wasn't good enough to make the Colts wide receiver core that everybody shot on all season. He was good enough to make the Saints wide receiver core during the year, which just goes to show how deep the Colts were at receiver before 
everybody started to go down with injuries. King got cut, Fountain got hurt, Funches got hurt, Chester got hurt, T.Y. got hurt, Campbell got hurt. But now I'm going to throw it to my man Jason Spears to take a look at the receiving class and where the Colts could go from here, adding to the wide receiver room in the 2020 draft. I wanted to do this before the draft and just kind of give you guys my take on who are some of the wide receivers that we should look at. I do think the Colts are 100% going to draft a wide receiver. I thought they might draft two. They still might draft two to try to improve the talent level in that room. Obviously, T.Y. is not getting any younger. Paris is coming off an injury. Fountain is coming off an injury. Johnson, you know, hasn't played all that much, and Doolin hasn't played all that much. Pascal, really the only guy that played the majority of last year, and he was solid, but he's not the guy. He's not a guy that's going to, you know, a number one or number two receiver. He's more of a, you know, round out your receiving core type guy, maybe a third or fourth wide receiver. So just some of the guys that I like at wide receiver going into this draft, and I'm not saying I like them in this order. I just wanted to give you guys an idea of what I'm looking at and the guys that I've kind of watched and, and that I really think would fit us well from the first pick that we have in the second round through the end of the draft. So some of those guys, as you know, I love Denzel Mims from Baylor, Jalen Rager from TCU, Justin Jefferson, LSU. Now all three of those guys, I think Mims and Jefferson are probably going to be gone, but if they're not, I love those guys and I would love to have them in a Colts uniform. A lot of people love T. Higgins. I'm not as big on him as, as a lot of people are, but I do think he would fit our offense well and give Phillip Rivers a good, big target. Brandon Ayuk out of ASU has really been shooting up boards, and I, the more I watch him, the more I think he'd be a, a nice fit for us. He's a playmaker, does a lot of things well. Van Jefferson out of Florida, another kid I like a lot, and Luke saw him play down at and Mobile and thought he was really good. I think he's got a chance to be a really solid NFL receiver, lots of upside there. KJ Hill, I love. I think he's, uh, you know, ready to contribute right away. He's very refined as far as a route runner, and uh, I think he's ready to contribute right away. And I and I know Chris Boward loves Ohio State guys. That's a kid we might look at. Definitely think he could come right in and help our offense. Michael Pittman Jr. USC is another receiver I like a lot. He's a more physical guy can go up and, and, and make catches in traffic, got strong hands, good bloodline, definitely somebody that would fit into our offense again, give give Phillip Rivers a big guy to get the ball to. Some of the lesser-known guys that I like that maybe you don't know much about, John Hightower out of Boise State. I like his playmaking ability. I think he's got a chance to be a solid contributor to w- wherever he goes. James Prochet, another guy out of SMU, Another kid I think could really help our offense, be a good red zone target. There's a lot of those guys in this draft. Antonio Gandy-Golden from Liberty, somebody I've been on from really the, the first week of college football season last year because he absolutely torched Syracuse, and Syracuse has NFL players in their secondary. Uh, he had, I think, 200 yards receiving against Syracuse, so I, I've been watching him since then. I think he's got a chance to be a really, really good NFL player. I don't think he's going to go early. I think he's more of a later guy. But I do like what I saw from him out of Liberty, and I do think he's going to be a very good player. And another guy, and finally the last guy that I'll talk about, is a kid out of Minnesota who I really like that no one's really talking about, and that's Tyler Johnson. He's he's kind of been under the radar. No one's really talked a lot about him. I think he's a mid-round guy. 
I think he'd fit our offense well. He does pretty. He does everything pretty well. He's a solid receiver. Um, I think that if you put him in this offense, that, that he would flourish. You, I think Frank Reich would find a way to get him the ball, and I think he would be a solid option for us. So those are just some of the guys that I like. I'm sure people will notice I left out Claypool and a couple of other guys. I'm not really huge fans of them. It's really only because I haven't seen a lot of production from Claypool on film. I've seen a lot of those athletic traits I like a lot, but he doesn't play as fast on film. So that's why he's not in there for those Notre Dame fans that listen that are also Colts fans. That's why I did not put him in there. That's not to say that this guy can't be a good NFL player or even a great NFL player. It's just based on what I've seen, I'm not a huge fan but who am I? I'm just a guy that tries to break down what I see and go from there. I'm not Chris Ballard. Chris Ballard is the only guy that matters. So at the end of the day, I trust whatever he decides. So if he decides Chase Claypool's the guy, I'm rolling with that. I'm fine with that. So, But these are just the guys that I've watched that I think could uh, make a difference in our offense and players that I think we will look at. So with that, I will say, you know, happy draft eve. I'm excited about the draft. I'm excited about what the Colts are going to do, and I can't wait to talk more about it when we get into these draft profiles once we we start making selections. So thanks a lot for all, all of your support, and thank you for listening to the For the Culture podcast.